Welcome to a new edition of the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino. On this episode, we talk with life coach and podcast host, Stacey K. Roach. She has over 12 years of customer service and management experience. She's a life coach who has experienced divorce, and her experience is invaluable. On her podcast, she discusses divorce, disaster, homelessness, and tragedy. She also shares interesting stories and history about her own life. She's here to help others create the fulfilling friendships and relationships that they deserve. Enjoy this interview. First and foremost, you know, as a life coach and someone that's very social, how did you survive COVID and how did it change you now that we're coming out of it? Oh, wow. That is an uh, interesting question. You know what? That's a lot to unpack. I hope you have time. <laughs> you know what? You, when COVID first started taking off, like um, my myself and my ex-husband and I, we heard about it towards the end of 2019, around December, uh, going into 2022. Um, and he and I, we were actually just starting our divorce. So we were separated. Me going through that that period of time, um, we were going through a divorce, so we were uh, actually separated. So during that time, I spent a lot of time alone um, for the separation purposes because I was, I was say, going through a divorce is kind of hard. My family, because of COVID, was so big, and, and it, it, it was detrimental. So my family, a lot of people didn't even know I was divorced. They just thought I was separating myself because of COVID. Like, everybody was saying in, to themselves, only going out when absolutely necessary. And um, we wasn't even doing even family events. Everything was shut down, like, you know, and which it should have been. So to, to protect people, um, I've worked uh, home health for about 12 years. So I've worked closely with nurses and doctors and in-home care with patients. So I know it was it was it was truly let's say I, it was a misfortune because people didn't take COVID seriously, and that's why so many people got it. You know, so we took that time. I, I was alone during that time. Um, I, I was I didn't even really get to go around my sons. Um, they were homeschooled. They were living in home with my ex husband at the time. I was living in my car. At that time, I was penniless, I was broke, I was homeless, and we were separated. So I was dealing with COVID and going through being by myself and learning to live alone as a single woman, you know, <laughs> and going through a divorce. So that is, that's what I did during COVID. I, I, I went through that. I, I spent a lot of time with myself. I got to learn about myself self-care, um, I devoted a lot of time in my education and my well-being, um, medical, for medical purposes and, uh, you know, for personal reasons, like I said, due to divorce and going through that separation at the time. So COVID for me was, it wasn't just COVID, it was that and dealing with homelessness and divorce. <laughs> so let me take you in front of a group of grade school kids right now on career day. Let's say there's a bunch of third graders, and one of them looks up at you and says, what do you do for a living? How would you answer them? Oh, wow. You know what? That's a great question. Grade school kids, I would tell them what I do for a living is help people see the world as such as himself or herself as a third grader, as an adult, speaking from an adult, because a lot of us, we, we forget that childlike energy. We don't have that. We are beaten down by the world, things going on around us, and adulting. 
So I help adults, you know, gain the perspective and that childlike energy. I just help them gain, you know, uh, uh, can I say a new perspective, just them being playful and showing them that they can, you know, have a passion and, and have fun and go after the things just as, you know, as such as yourself as, a you know, a third grader. So that's what I do for a living. <laughs> so talk to me a little bit about growing up. You know, you're obviously a highly motivated person. Talk to me a little bit about growing up and how you kind of got this motivation to, to, to live the way you do. Oh, wow. You know what? Growing up, um, for a time, I had a really great childhood. I got to play. I got to be free. I got to, you know, no worries. I got to really, you know, as a child, I got to be a child. So my childhood was a great thing. Um, I had a great childhood. Um, I really wish many other people got to experience great childhoods growing up in in certain environments that I have been in. I've met a lot of people, even my siblings, because we didn't grow up together. We grew up in separate households. Uh, um, households, I'm sorry. So we didn't really get to uh, be around each other that much. But I got to grow up with my father's side of the family. They are were military background and business owners. So I got to really be a child. I got to see firsthand what it takes to be disciplined, what it takes, you know, to have a disciplined uh, lifestyle and get to have a childhood at the same time. And I also got to see, like, what business is like and you know, that's how I even got into doing business today. So I had a really good childhood. <laughs> so what did you want to be when you were a child? What was your dream when you grew up? You know what? I love food. So I didn't – my, my dream job growing up was to travel the world to try different foods and get paid for it, like make a living out of it. Like that's what I wanted to do as a child. <laughs> when it's Like, you know what? Like that is – that's what I wanted to do. Like, that was my childhood dream, and to be able to use my voice to be a speaker, I just didn't know in what capacity. Just, like, I wanted to be able to talk to people. I love to talk. I want to speak. I want to, like, that's in, in, in eating. I love to eat. I love to talk. <laughs> I do, too. So, uh, so who would you consider a hero or a mentor for you? A hero or a mentor? I'm going to say this. My mother and my father are heroes and mentors to me, and and I'm going to say this to say because my grandparents raised me. I didn't get to experience, like I said, my childhood was great. I didn't my my like teenagehood and and getting going into a woman, you know, but during that time, hitting puberty, my mother and my father they they were still they were broken. And they never truly got to heal themselves. So they were trying to heal themselves and and raise children. Say so wasn't together separately in their own different ways. And I'm saying because I because me and my, my my mother and my father we don't have the best of relationships. But those were my heroes and my mentors because I I judged them a lot of things that they did until I became a mother and until I went through separation and divorce. I, I pointed the finger and, oh, they should have did this and they should have did that until I realized that being an adult is truly hard until you find yourself in someone's the same shoes you can you can never judge. So um, this is, even though they'll probably stunned to hear this, they were my heroes and my mentors because they're still living today, they're still breathing, and they're, they're still trying. <laughs> they're still here. Yeah. 
So, you know, the, the thing that helps us grow in this life is good art. You know, whether it's a book or whether it's music, what was that for you growing up? What art did you love, uh, you know, whether it was a book or an album that you still, like, go back to and makes you feel good? Oh, wow. I'm not, okay. I am, this is how I am. <laughs> I would say this. <laughs> I'm glad you asked that question. Growing up, I really was not into music, but I, at that time, I had a speech impediment, and then it was really hard for me to read. So learning how to read for me, growing up as a child and getting into books, and then when my grandparents died, books for me was an outlet to explore because the environment I was in was very limited. So I read books, and one book I always, the series I will always go back to was the Junie B. Jones collection. I love that. Like, that made me want to write children's books. <laughs> so um, as a child, I read all the Junie B. Jones episode, like the um, series, the books, and um, that made me to see a child express themselves so frank and so boldly, and that's how I was as a child. I was very frank. I spoke my mind. Even now, it's like anyone that truly knows me know I always spoke my mind, even as a child. So <laughs> Junie B. Jones series, those books really helped me express myself, and it really helped me journey through, put myself in a different space. It really helped me start to visualize. Like I said, my, my environment at the time, I um of me really getting into books deep was when my grandparents passed away. Like I said, I had a speech impediment, and then I really didn't know how to read the best. So I learning how to read books, it was just to be able to travel to a different space for me mentally. And as a child, I understood that. I was like, I knew, like I knew going from a really great environment, have a great childhood, then going to like a broken home and in the environment not being so good, that was my way out. Reading books, learning how to read, like perfecting it, that was my way of, um, that was my experience. That was my way of being, reading books. Junie B. Jones <laughs> started with that and then Harry Potter. So, yeah. <laughs> right on. So if you, right now, someone offered you the opportunity to meet anybody on the planet, there's a ticket, they would take you there. Who would you go meet? Who would you love to spend a little time with? Oh, wow. I've never thought about that. <laughs> there are so many people I want to meet. But someone that I, today, in, in the environment, the social world that we're in today, right on the top of my head, I'll say Michelle Obama. And I'll say that to say because I am an African-American woman, so is she, and to be and an African-American woman in the world today that we live in and been in the position that she's been in and still continue to walk down the path is hard. And sometimes doing the right thing is not easy, but it, it, it's brave, it's courageous, and I would love to be able to talk to her and ask her how she do it, girl, how, how, you, how you keep going, how you push through. Just being a woman in America, period, not even just being an, an African-American woman, just being a woman. So, yes, <laughs> she will be one of them. That's the number one answer of, of everybody I've ever asked. She's always up there. Look, so, that's um, just the top of my head. I'm just, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying that I said for our African-Americans that we can relate as for that, but just being a woman, because of being a woman in this world today is not an easy yeah. thing. Oh, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I don't get it. I don't get what, what's going on. So, um, 
let me ask you this. If you have a dream tonight and you run in to, like, the younger version of yourself, say around your 20s, and you could give your younger version a piece of advice based on the wisdom that you've gained over all these years. Now, this isn't about regret. It's more about just, you know, being being wise and getting wisdom and experience. What would you tell your younger version? I don't know. But yeah, I think I didn't know, but going back, my younger self, I know you said this is not about, like, regrets. I don't have no regrets. I'll just say be more confident and be be courageous more in standing in the truth. Matter no matter if your truth is someone else's truth, stand up for what's right more. Like as I I always believed in it as a child, and then as I got older, because of the world is, I kind of got more lenient. I started even myself giving and dabbling things that I should not have, and it really kind of held me back career professional wise and career wise, and even family wise with my with my my children. So I'll just say, be more courageous and standing in the truth, and be more confident. And it's okay. It's okay to be that in the world that we live in because a lot of people, it's, some people, it's, it's hard to stand up for themselves. A lot of people to this day, even as adults, don't stand for themselves. So learning how to do that as a child more so, so you'll be able to stand for yourself and the others that are too, I'm going to say afraid or whatever the reason is, that, that being courageous, standing the truth, no matter what truth it is, who truth it is, yours or someone else's, the truth is the truth. So, yeah. So when you, yeah. <laughs> So when you look back on your life and think about what you've done, what are you the proudest of? What what at the end of the proverbial day when you think about your life, what are you the proudest of? I'm proud that I did not give in to a lot of um temptations and desires. I'm proud that I can still say today that I'm I hold tight to my morals and my values. Even though I slipped and, and, and dibbled and dabbled, I'm, I'm proud to say that I, I still have morality. You know, I'm human, um, and being having a little, showing a little humanity in the world today, I'm proud that I can still meet a, 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 a you know, a, someone new and, and show them unconditional love, no matter what, you know, we've just met or been met. I'm just glad I have a little humanity in me. I'm proud to say that if nothing else, if I died today, you, if you met me, you'll know that she showed unconditional love and that she she's human and she shows in everyone else that it's okay to be that and, you know, give people the space to be that, accepting everyone for who they are. So I'm proud to say that I have that and I'm still living and walking in that today. <laughs> so I'm going to I'm gonna, I'm gonna extend that a little bit and ask you this. Everyone has a perception of you, your family, your friends clients, people that you've worked with, they all have this idea of who they think you are, but you, you live your life. Who do you think you are? What's your perception of you? I don't think I am. I know I am. I know I am. My name is Stacey K. Roach. I was born that. I know I am a God within my own right. I know that no matter what, like I just spoke on, like I said, you're extending this question. So I, I'm, I'm an unconditional lover. I know that I am a giver. I'm passionate. I'm loyal. I'm fierce. I'm fearless, and I'm very fearful. Fearful, and I I know who I am. And I like you said, no matter the clients, you know, family, people have they they meet you, and sometimes they only get that one impression of you. And sometimes it may be the best, and sometimes it may not. But I know who I am, and I would hope that anyone else can just if you when you when you know yourself. No one else can ever tell you who you are. And just because that's their perception of you, and even if they experienced you and it wasn't so good 
or if it was, it's always room for growth. And as long as you know who you are and stand on that, you're good. So I know who I am. So I would hope that if they see me like that way or not, they don't have to, but I know who I am. So it's really not up to you to, you know, <laughs> I don't project. <laughs> and I, I always teach it for people not to do that. So, yeah. I like it. So if anyone wants to know more about you and what you do, anything related to your world on the web, where can they go? You can go to my website, www.stacykroach.com. Um, everything you need to know about my podcast, just just you said, everyday life, even my social media pages on there, and I keep it really raw. So if what I do is not for you, that's okay. But everything is what I do. Like I said, I'm sending in my truth and, and sending up for other people as well. So it's, we're all about rebranding and rebuilding our community um, as a black hold and just, like I said, no matter what race your race you are, you stand for your family. You love your family. You grow. You, that's your legacy. So that's what we're all about, rebranding, rebuilding ourselves and for our families to be better for our families and pull together and stick together and show more love. Like this world, everybody is so full of hate. Like you just hard. You can't even say anything without someone taking it to heart. But if we start getting to where we're just focused on our families and start building stronger families and environments for our children to thrive in, that's that's all. That's what I'm about. So that's I don't want to hear anything else. Like I'm best all about. So if you're not bettering yourself for you and your family, I I'm not for it. So that's if you want to find me, social media. But you can go to my website www.stacykroach.com. Man, I love the energy, Stacy. <laughs> Stay strong out there. Thanks for your time. I'm glad we got everything coordinated and we uh, we got this taken care of. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to another famous interview with Joe Domino. We cover the world of art, literature, podcasting, and business around the globe. If you want to hear more interviews, visit the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino channel on YouTube. Thanks again for listening, and until next time.